of the With the Will podcast. We're here to entertain and inform a bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark Run with the Will and produce Digimon on Blu-ray. I'm A.R. Paulver and I've been too out of the loop this week to come up with a catchy uh, intro. I'm Dev Q and I'm at my day job and only here temporarily. Yes, De- Dev decided she was going to pop in as she could and then she will eject. Luckily, I knew this beforehand so I could turn off the slot blocker so Dev's face would still appear, because I had covered it earlier. Are you going to cover it back up when she leaves? I'm probably not going to remember, because I have the thing in a small window and I scroll down it, and the blocker's at the top, so nothing else can cover them. That's fair. Yeah. So I I assume that it won't be on screen at the time, and I will just not think to scroll up. Uh, I'll only be here in spirit. It has been a week, and let us start with ghost game it feels like we're falling into these episodes where they're like functionally standard and okay episodes but because of what the show has been doing they feel worse and that's how c's happen yeah it's weird it's weird i like the episode it just it doesn't do it there's no difference between this episode and the episode three weeks ago four weeks ago yeah, it's, it's like, oh, uh, Angoramon is showing personality, and he still doesn't get an evolution. It combines aspects of several previous episodes, but doesn't really combine them in a way that feels refreshing. Like we've seen, we've seen uh, Angora flying off unexpectedly, and and Rudy worrying about like, oh, is he in trouble or is he just oh, and going we, off we and get, doing something? We get cameos from those characters from all those yeah. other episodes also. Yeah, it's not like they're not aware of this. Repamon shows up. Not only Repamon, hit them going, hey, you should go see your group and maybe they'll be able to help. And it's like, that yeah. was one of the first Angoramon plot yep. episodes yep. was that. Yeah, yeah it's it, weird. Feels it, like it, it feels like a follow-up of that episode, except it doesn't really build off of it at all. Except this time, Rudy's like, okay, maybe this time I'll like give him space and not worry about it, but I feel like I should. Also, this episode has the best example of episodic writing there actually is, in the sense that they're not paying attention. Because when you do episodic plots, you do have to sort of treat them as standalone, even when there is ongoing stuff. But that's an issue when a couple episodes ago, Angoramon killed someone and was very upset about it. And this episode begins with him reading a samurai novel and, like, Mock swinging his arm and, you know, everything. It doesn't feel <laughs> correct. Like murder is okay. It doesn't feel correct with like the last plot he was involved in. But murdering, that is, people's, murdering people's okay in fiction. Yeah, but that's also very episodic, to be 100% fair. That's an actual episodic thing I can understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the stuff where, like, they're not doing anything with him is the issue. And then he gets yeah, possessed he... by the sword. I have to be honest, I forgot Musiamon hasn't been in Ghost Game. For some reason, I thought he was. I was, too. I was like... Oh, we've like guy with the possessed sword. Apparently, like, this has happened he... in this has happened in Ghost Game before, hasn't it? It was weird. Like I one hundred percent like, oh, we're gonna get a returning villain. Then I look, I'm like, oh, he wasn't in no, Ghost he's Game. Not, no, I one hundred like I one hundred percent remember him being there. It's very strange because it does feel like we're stuck in a rut to the point that I, we're not the only people who are like weird. They're bringing back Musimon, and then later on, you look, and you're like, oh, he's never oh, been here. He hasn't been in it before. Yeah. Maybe we just imagine I, someone, yeah. some other psychopath asshole with a sword. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. no, that was a nun. Possess- yeah. p- possessed by a sword, he wanders around. Ruli wakes up and worried about where he is, which we've seen before. 
Um, and we've also not the first time we've like, seen something. It's also not the first time we've seen the Digimon get possessed and turn on their own partners. That's happened before, too. In fact, that was like two or three weeks ago also. Uh, yeah. That was more than that, but yeah. Yeah, that's happened. Um, and then I, I do like the camping mention from Gamamon, I will admit. Yeah. And then the best okay. part is Hero stopping on. We've had this fucking conversation before about Angoramon fucking off. Right? <laughs> And like, then Kiyoshiro this episode before, and then, and then we get the perfect sitcom moment where Kiyoshiro goes, "Jellymon does that for days, which is great," and she pops in right then, and mm-hmm. then goes to strangle him. And then, there's actually an, there's actually an interesting like there's like an interesting side conversation about about how they're on such long leashes this time, and the Digimon just kind of go off and do their own thing, and they're generally comfortable ish with it like that doesn't happen in other series to be fair it's to, like, to be fair to be fair it's an interesting conversation that they don't have to be fair i think if, the only one that before is renamon if they yeah, were if, is if they it. weren't comfortable with it it would make the show a lot harder to deal with with characters just not being around or just showing up at the end yeah but the fact that they are kind of comfortable with it yeah. is di- a little different and a little interesting now i will say the possession sword story, very basic and very much something we see in fiction a lot. It was mm-hmm. enjoyable with Angoramon in the sense of him, them actually dealing with, oh, he could have just given the sword away and he just kind of won't. Yeah. Because yeah. that fits his character well. It's good. It's also fun to pick on Angoramon. Yes, because he, does, he doesn't. The other two. Yeah. Uh, him fighting Repamon. I like Repamon the tail still arguing, but arguing yeah. friendly. And that was them, a good callback. And them already being aware of what's going on after fighting him and going, that's not Angoramon, that's the sword. And that was nice because I forgot about that shtick with Repamon. And as soon as that tail started talking, I'm like, all oh, right, that was their thing. And it's like, okay, yeah. I'm caught up now. We're yeah. good. Uh, yeah. And then. Jellymon brags Yelling about how your own ass. Jellymon brags about how amazing she is and she'll help. And I like how they point out I don't if I remember right, she actually wasn't there with the Repamon stuff, was she? She wasn't as involved. I don't think she did a whole lot in that yeah. episode. And then I think the most that happened was like, hey, have you see Angoramon? No, fuck off. Yeah. Then uh the sword mocking Angoramon, which always a nice touch to just have the thing doing it. And of course, yeah. we'll skip over the person who was standing over it all because they come up later. Mm-hmm. It would have been. So, I'm trying to decide: is it better or not that they showed us it before it happened? It almost feels like it would have been crazier if it just showed up rather than it's the. Cra- it's crap either way. I'll be honest. I will say like, no, there is look, no salvaging that. Now, for the most important part of the episode. The Starbucks where the mermaid was removed, and it was a sketch of what appeared to be the series director. Oh, I didn't see that. That was fun. That's fun. Um, Yeah, it was like a crayon drawing type thing, if I recall. And then Ruli runs off to the temple Angormon mentioned earlier, which doesn't Mm, like, like, I know that is a normal plot thing, but it really didn't make any sense here to me. Nope. No. Um, it also, it, it also makes the whole, the fact that he was into that whole samurai novel make even less sense. Well, it's one of those things. The only reason he's reading the book was to mention the location. Yeah, and then but she he, could go, been, he could have been reading a different book leading to a different location. No, but that's what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah. And then Kaos Gamamon stops a sword attack. Kiyoshiro runs in. 
Tesla Jellymon evolves, and she does her. I always forget the name of the rapping attack. It's the rapping uh, attack. I'm not looking. Rappy Dappy is what we'll call it. Sure. Uh, then the sword tries to grab her. It tries to grab Kaos. Kaos zaps back to Gamamon, which diminishes the actual plot they appeared to be trying to set up with Kano Weissman. Mm-hmm. Because if it ha- mm-hmm. because if it happens to Kaos, then it's not a special plot thing. No, it's just yeah. the Power Rangers getting blown up and then demorphing. Yeah, they just he just lost. Yeah, and he just then, got pwned. That wasn't a that wasn't a plot thing. That was just losing. And then hey, it's Musimon, and he wants more power because he doesn't believe his body should <laughs> have been fixed already. He wants whatever's say, up with Gamamon. Make sure that's Musimon, not Musimon, which would have made the episode a lot funnier. Hey. Let's just pretend it was Musimon just walking in. And, yeah. <laughs> no Musimon, no life. And then Angoramon's upset at all of this. He'll protect Ruli. He evolves. For some reason, Kiyoshiro's the one to <laughs> kick them into the digital space because Kiyoshiro needs something to do. Yeah, He's it's the like, only oh, no one, one. no one else is doing this. I guess I'll, I, yeah. I guess I'll do Simbare that. doesn't do anything with the, against the sword that's useful. And then for some reason, they play First Riders, but I believe it's a part of the song that hasn't been used in the show before. I thought it yeah, was I was really expecting that evolution there. It's like, oh no, here's just... Yeah. And then, is, oh no, uh, no, they can't, it can't be evolved because here comes the 20th. <laughs> the twentieth. <20th. laughs> look, look, it doesn't matter whether or not he had been teased earlier in the episode. This part is it's conf- random. And here's I the thing. Here's it. the thing. It wouldn't be random if the show had done the proper setup earlier to what is going on. Because here's the other. I'll get to the actual issue with Zubamon later. Because him you showing they can't draw him. No, hit. I see. Here's the thing: they draw him fine because you're always going to redesign shit for the shows. It's not going yeah, to look yeah. like this yeah. is fun. There's really no difference between how they draw Zubamon and how other characters get redesigned for the show. It's just <laughs> Zubamon. Like it's, it's just Zubamon's been around for half a decade, and he's drawn more detailed than others because of the design. I it's don't. Zubamon's never drawn from the front for a reason. Yeah, I don't really have an issue like with an how eagle. they drew Zubamon, to be honest. It's not it's... functionally that different than. It's just we're so used to seeing him that weird sort of pate that. It just kind of looked like during certain, when he turned his head, like his face started to melt off. It, it's kind of like it's kind of like there were a lot of complaints <laughs> in some of the. I think it was. I think it was around Try when they were showing Agumon like straight from the front, and he just looked weird. But that's but, also like, how any, the design is. Yeah, any Agumon shot yeah. from the front, like straight on from yeah, the front, because, is, is just and that's why you don't normally nose. do it. But that is the yeah. design. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is is. See, I'm not. There's actual issues with this episode. Then, for me to worry about, is Zubamon drawn odd? To be honest, yeah. Because here's the thing: if yeah. the episode, if the episode was great, then I don't give a shit if they decided to fuck with his design. This, this episode uh, is just sort of. So then, wait, there's a lot they fight. wrong with this episode yeah. that I'm just kind of forgetting about. And then it. he turns into the sword. They do the samurai launch, but like they hadn't really fought properly before that yeah yeah and then so they also oh they also do the whole samurai thing of introducing a backstory like right on the spot that we're well, suddenly here, supposed to be invested well, in that, that, I hate when well, they do that, that will go to my key complaint but we're not quite there yet but it has the sword breaks everyone's restored zubamon thinks and then fucks off 
And then yep. Ruli's yep. upset, and Gorman didn't ask for help. Um, he apologizes. <laughs> then, hey, oh, Black Talmon's there to leave with Musimon, and oh, it's a response to the letter. This is clear. This is here's the thing. We all agree that they use the dim card in adventure. It felt like it was supposed to be important, and then it was stupid, but it was used for something, even if it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> this was actually worthless to the... This was, this was even worse, yeah. He would admit that the letter was trying to ask what to do with these hard Digimon, stuff like that, and the answer is basically, mm. it's like, you'll figure and, it out. But here's the better part. Everyone cringes, except for Hero, who isn't shocked at this. So why ask in the first place, if that's what you're expecting? Just because you, you like, you gotta, of, he's trying to do, he's trying to do something, now, now, Kay, anything to make this, to, to get this resolved. Now, and as the episode ends, K Sarah Sarah, whatever will be, will be. Now, here, yada, yada. Uh, now, are you ready for my actual issue with them using Zubamon? If go you for it. if you go by the plot itself, we should actually never see Zubamon again. He's not there for any plot relevant reason. He's there to get revenge against the villain of the week, which he did. He's he's the he's the Digimon. He's the Atmon that the that the main Atmon link with that we see once in their feature episode and for completely forget about. He's like Navimon. Like, okay. No, yeah, no, no. See, you got to say Timemon. Navimon at least still appears. That's even, that's a better example. Yeah. Timemon. I literally don't even remember what happens to Timemon. Does he ever yep. appear after they fuse? I don't, I don't believe so. Navimon, no, is, Navimon at least shows up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Timemon's the best example. Yeah, it's like he shows up once to fuse with. He's theoretically yeah, see, fusing with I, every episode, but it doesn't. Matter. See, and here's why the episode bothers me. I find some of it interesting, and I would say it's mostly fine, but it just doesn't do anything, and it asks questions that need answers while ignoring them, and it just has no interest in it. We're- yeah, this th- this episode, like, the only reason, the only appreciation I have for the non-result in Hero's Letter is it makes this episode and the Splashmon episode completely irrelevant, so when you watch this again, you can skip both of them. Oh, that's that hor- that's horrible, but true. Yeah, like now, like if you're doing a machete order of Ghost Game, you can now skip both of these, and you're not missing anything. It, it's, see, and here's the thing, like, like because I hated that other Splashman episode. Is that oh, this is semi plot <laughs> so, relevant? No, but it's not anymore. no. See, that's the weird thing. Like, you can actually argue about if that dim cardinate adventure had any meaning at all, and it had very little. But it was at least an item that was used before they discarded it completely. Yeah, this actually had no point to even happening. Yep, that's that is the weirdest part the only, of it. Like, they the only the only takeaway from all that is that it shows that Hero is at least trying to do something. It's failing, but he's trying. That's yeah. the that's a, that's such a minuscule takeaway, and that's all you get over what should be something fairly important at this point. Yeah, and. So, the new cast, Zubamon's Minami Suda, her first Digimon role. Uh, probably Yue and Yuri Yuri is what most people would know her from. And she actually did a... What bothers me the most is she actually did a good Zubamon. Like, I like... It would have been nice if there was some relevance to him being there. Or... Was he... Was he... He was 20 enough for you? The voice? See, you're going to be upset when you see the title. 
And then, I don't think I am. <laughs> no, you won't be. It's very obvious. And then Musa, as, as, as long as it's a twenty pun, it's it's fine. Oh, there's it's twenty and twenty fifth. Twenty and twenty. Yeah, uh, Musiaman is Masasi Abar, very big actor. This is his first Digimon role, and um, Ar because you requested it. After we go over some of his anime roles, how would you like to know his English dub roles? Oh, yay! So first up, he's Might Guy in the Naruto Baruto franchise. <laughs> um, he was Alistor in uh, Shakugan no Shada, and then. Okay, Japanese dub voices for English content. Are you ready? Ooh, he, let's go. He was many Generation 1 Transformer characters, including but not limited to Ratchet, Skywarp, Teletran 1, and Spike. Aww. Um, More than meets the eye. All right. In various Evil Dead content, he's the voice of Ash. No shit. <laughs> uh, I love that. <laughs> That's appropriate for Musumon. Yes. And then you should uh, just pull out like this is my boomstick. In well, see, see, here's the thing. I want to track that down to see. Uh, and then in Batman the Animated Series, he's Clayface. Okay. Freddy Krueger. Mm. Noticing a pattern here, um, but okay. Okay, the next one's interesting because I didn't dig into if he only did this person's voice the one time, or if he's one of the like Japanese dub actors for this actor in the Simpsons movie. He's Tom Hanks. <laughs> I, di- I I was too tired to actually dig into if he's actually like the Tom Hanks voice guy or not. And then for the final I, role, I'd be, su- I'd be surprised that if he's he not would be because how often? Well, no, I'd be surprised if he was like consistently Tom Hanks and different stuff because Tom Hanks doesn't play himself all that. Yeah, but often. A, but a lot of times in countries, and I believe Japan's one of them, you will often only have two or three actors who will play an actor in their movies. Hmm. Okay. So I'm not sure if Tom Hanks is one of those who has that, but that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to see it. Yeah, you have to see it. Okay, are you re- ready, ready for the last in, one? Are you ready? Okay. If I said he was someone in the ori- the old 90s X-Men cartoon, who would you guess? I mean, but basically, from what you said before, I just saw a pattern, I'd say Wolverine. Yes. Oh, nice. That would have also been my guess. <laughs> yes. Wolf- yeah. So... Thank you. Yeah. Oh okay. no. That's, no. I'm so see, see, see that, that. That's why I stopped and asked because there's yeah. only so many you were gonna guess. And I'm like, I think the fact that you posed it as a question made me think it better be Wolverine. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If it's it like had crotchety asshole with knives. Here's the thing. If it had yeah. been, if it had been cable or saber tooth, that would have worked also. But Wolverine yeah. was the obvious choice. It's just more iconic. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then. When the episode, no, I, no, I need to see Tom Hanks. When the Wolverine. episode ended, we got the teaser for "Who Are You?" The episode next time, we also got our first episode-specific teaser poster, which is great looking. Yeah, the, the super happy Gamamon with Betsuman shadowed, and some people complained about the poster. How dare they? Do you know why? Try to guess why. Uh, it spoils the episode. So does the synopsis. Exactly. Um, we got a little intro video from Matsumi Tamura, who's hero. She basically is like, the story's a bit different next week. Gamamon's very cute. It's one you don't want to miss. I mean, if you're saying Gabumon, Gamamon's very cute, that's not very different from what we usually get. And then uh, we we actually found out about this slightly right before they formally announced it. Because Bye Bye Hand said that, oh, that was going to be their last episode with the end theme. So mm. it's like, oh, okay. we're going to get a new end theme. 
Yay. So that was announced the day after. I wonder uh, if this one's going to use so, the uh, Kanawice so, mod. Yeah, art. I think we've all been waiting. So this one is uh, Shikao, Suga, and Hiaden are working together to do a song called Monster Disco. <laughs> and they're both yeah, they're, they're both rather accomplished and well-traveled musicians. Like, yes. Uh, far, like, Ghost Game has been had a lot of fresh people for the ED. This feels like an answer to the, okay, maybe the ED themes aren't as memorable as they should have been because i have is... expectations for these guys yes yeah dane, yeah dane i keep associating with there's a silly mario video on youtube yeah or probably <laughs> yeah. probably nico nico first that uh yeah. is that that's like my main association with yeah dane. ghost game ghost game has had a lot of fresh musicians which is good but it also feels like there's not been the energy you need uh you feel so Dismani. so suga's done music for boogie pop phantom the death note movie Honey and Clover, Tagami Bachi, I'd never know, X-Holic, I, I don't know how you I pronounce think you're it. Just supposed to, I think it's just supposed to be Holic. I'm saying X-Holic and I don't care. That's fine. Hunter X Hunter. And then Hyadine, uh Hunter XXX look, Hunter. Look, lot, lot, so he's weird because as I recall, for a number of pe- period, there was a decent period where I think people thought he was an amateur and he's actually like, was a well-known musician before using the name. Mm-hmm. And it w- mm-hmm. wasn't until he revealed that he was, in fact, the same person. He's done music for Bach and Test, Bodacious Space Pirates, Gabriel Dropoff. Is this po- the one that made the Mario thing that made me cry like a bitch? That's- I think so. I think yeah. so. Uh, Pokemon yeah. Sun and Moon, Nichijo, Tariko. Both of these are very accomplished musicians. Um, the producer said that it sh- you should be able to imagine the Digimon dancing to it. Was right. What the producer said, "Like this, absolutely. This should be. This a, is, I'm expecting a bop here. Yes, this should be a dancing song, which has arguably been a flaw, especially with the ghost game music and mm-hmm. on and off for the Adventure 2020 end themes. Was they weren't necessarily danceable. They were something that had one good beat and then you moved on and that was yeah. it. Yeah, like the only one that was like kind of upbeatish was the second opening, which didn't quite Cue. do the job. Uh, I think he he means ghost game. of ghost game." The second ghost. Yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't remember any of the ghost game end themes. Like, if you asked me to remember any of the beats, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the second one was kind of yeah. the closest thing to danceable. So, the, but not really. So the digital single for this will be out July 13th. This will be used this weekend, so we will not have to wait long. Uh, we already have the cover art for the single, and we'll have more to say about that cover later. And also, can we just point out that in the one photo, he's just standing at the beach with a uh, umbrella. That is very much like an overplanned music image that you want to think is not planned out, even though it is not raining. He's just standing with an umbrella it, and sunglasses. And that I was gonna say maybe it's a parasol, but no, that is an umbrella. Yes. Dude. Yep. Um, and then we have the twenty-fifth anniversary. Maybe maybe that picture. Oh, that's Suga. So I, yeah. I was gonna say that's a reference to peach but so we finally have the 25th anniversary logo nice and large i still really like the logo to be honest it's solid we have a little more involved than they usually we have we have the social art which agumon and numamon and tyranamon are happy devamon looks like he's going to murder someone he's just trying to be polite yes because he he got paid to be there yes he is and then we got the announcement so first up they're doing 
the first museum exhibition type thing in a while. I love the key art for this. It's so neat having Agumon and Gamamon there. Yeah. It feels like it should be on a card as well. It feels Probably. like, well, here's the thing. Be. It feels like if you go to it, you'll get it on a postcard. Yeah. Uh, I like the museum logo being in the style of the original Digimon logo. They talk about history of art. There'll be toys, anime stuff, video game stuff, uh, product displays, new art for the 25th anniversary. There'll be the first. We have not gotten one of those Digimon Project videos in a while, have we? No. No. The last was. Last the, time I was like, oh, in production. Was the, No, no, no. Was the last one when the V came out? Yeah, with um, when they showed the um, we got the finale one, which showed the whole yeah, thing Mondo put together, and then. and then they did the V right after. So this is the first one we've gotten in seven months, which is wow. They were yeah. pu- they were pumping those out for a while, like every two months. Yeah, or so. like I don't think I was going to say we did. I don't think we got a new one at Digimon Con. No, nope. we did not. No. So this is only three days. Uh, it was very confusing at first because a number of news outlets were calling it Digifest Museum. They Oops. they were seemingly getting confused because it's done like in tandem with it. So at first, mm-hmm. so at first, I thought there was going to be like a mini museum at Digifest, and I'm still not convinced they're not because they've done that before. So this will be at the Bell Sal Akihabara. None of us are going. Admissions free. So, yay! Someone go in and take pictures. And then the product news began. The 25th anniversary Vital Race at BE. I love how stupid this is. And I don't mean that in a mean way. This is the kind of stupid thing you should do on an anniversary. Doing the- Absolutely. I am surprised that my uh, first guess of what it would be actually happened. It's neat. Um, Dev, I think the only thing that your guest didn't line up with is I think you mentioned the colored frames. I said it'd be nice if they had like the cage. Okay, like, okay, around okay, it. okay. I thought you meant the color. You meant the texture. Yeah, that they're doing that's neat though. Um, yeah. It here's the thing, and I said it on Twitter. This is the type of stupid stuff that should be done for an anniversary. Anyone who's like, no, it needs to be serious and respectful of the history yeah, no, of give the me brand. Silly bullshit. No, exactly. This is what. Yeah. This is one hundred percent what this should be. Um, there'll be. A and speaking t- of should be, I am. Should be going back to work now. Okay, Dev, we will catch you later, and we will continue. Farewell, on everyone. Bye. Oh no, I remember. I remember to block her out. Uh, bye, bye, Dev. No. Face. Uh, yeah. So, Ar, the they come the set. They don't clarify what the set exactly is. Like, do you get two BEs? Do you get both frames? There will be a 25th anniversary dim card and. I, I feel like the photos already tell us what it's going to be, which is the LCD sprites, which is a nice sure. little touch. Uh, what I do like, though, was the announcement that it would have that DIM card is that DIM card will get a general release in the fall. That is not yeah. going to be exclusive to the premium Bandai set. You will be able to buy that DIM card specifically as a general release item. I appreciate when they do that. I appreciate just saying from moment one, like in the past, yeah. in the past, they've done the right thing, but they've done the right thing after it's had to be pointed out to them that that's kind of shitty. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean the mar- the the marketing instinct is to to induce some um, urgency. Yeah, but it's also p- crappy to do to that. Well, it probably if, if it's if it's fake if it, it's not really it urgency. probably also helps that the be is not out yet. 
yeah. so they're not tripping over themselves over their own sales. So this will be up to pre-order in the next few days based on dates and times, probably tomorrow, actually, because it was July 29th, which means tomorrow in most cases. Um, then they announced they're going to, they refer to it as a digital monster V-Pet reissue. We don't know what could be different. This feels like when they announce this, this is, this is we'll find out what such a 25th anniversary Digimon would be. A lot of people seem very confused that they didn't announce the 25th anniversary Digimon that day. They generally are not going to announce it until they can sell you a toy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would expect some update to the 20th and they'll call it the 25th. It, it sounds funny, but. Oh, I made a mistake and someone pointed out July 29th, not June for the. B for the 25th B for some reason my brain uh, said June this this the months are kind of blending together yeah. this week and I yes. get the confused I didn't even notice that when you said it I'm no, like yeah I. it's it's well this week is July yeah I, I'm also yeah because up until a week and a half ago I was planning to go to anime expo now I'm not so now the days are kind of like blended into some weird mishmash mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so yeah um and then the fun the one was this weekend, isn't it? Yes. Huh. And then they teased a silhouette of a D scanner and they teased there'll be new Digimon anime themed LCD toys. Now, a lot of people went, they're going to do what they should have done for the 15th anniversary of Frontier. And no, they're not. I'm 99% sure this is going to be a super CSA. Yeah, they've teased that they're going to do that. My, that would be my expectation yeah, here. They've teased they're going to do that. That's what I expect to get. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of this stuff was also teased in Mon Mon Memo, mostly a setup, nothing like exciting and new, but it's nice when Mon it's nice when Mon Mon Memo pops up and it's to remind stuff rather than like spoil things. Cause sometimes with Mon Mon Memo they tell you the fun, obviously another thing they're like there's one day left to pre order it. If you don't pre order it, you don't get this Digimon. Go buy it, motherfuckers. It's nice <laughs> when they don't do that, I think. And then they also announced apparel, which I'm always torn on apparel because I'm not going to fucking buy it, but I know people who want it. So Yeah, it's just something I'm going to want, but I, yeah. uh, I'm i just not going to So we get metal, that. we get metal Greymon and Tyrannomon shirts. Now, I think they used this logo like in the 15th anniversary, didn't they? It looks familiar. They've used it or something like it. Something somewhere. they use often, but it's familiar. Yeah. Uh, then a then a hoodie. The front shows digital monster with an egg and an Agumon spread. In the back, we get. I like the split use of. What's weird is, is they use it so much better here than they did on that card set, the classic profile <laughs> art. Yeah, like they actually use it in a good way here. <laughs> with the logo in the middle. Um, this will be sold first or exclusively at the quote-unquote Digifest Museum. This is where I saw Digifest Museum, and it confused me because Digifest always sells this kind of stuff, so it's it appears to be just the museum, though. Yeah, yeah. But we will see. And this feels like the sort of thing that you'd sell online afterwards, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And then we get Anime Expo news. So, um... The Bandai panel that is Friday will be streamed. That is their general game panel. There will be something survive and Hobu will be there. 
that will be streamed on Twitch and YouTube. I suppose I'm going to have to check that out then. And then, to make it more confusing, because as far as I know, this has not been announced in English. It's only been announced as part of the 25th anniversary stuff. There will be a Digimon guidebook given away at Anime Expo for the 25th anniversary. All we have is the English cover, but based on the image, it appears to be an up upcoming V-Jump special, you know, like a V-Jump guidebook mm-hmm. that's been translated and is being released in English first. Like, it even has a little V-Jump logo there, but it's mm-hmm. all in English, so that will be at Anime Expo, and I'm sending someone to grab it. Yeah, really. Yeah, like, and the part that makes me feel bad about doing that is, is obviously, anything that I can get someone to go grab for us all to see I'm doing, this 100% is going to be like a nice PDF released online, like, right after. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, And then they announced earlier today, we, we already knew it was happening, we didn't have the details, Habu will be there to sign stuff, they'll be giving away that new Survive key art as a poster. Um, I feel bad that they're making him do it twice. In, like, key after, in, like, key afternoon, oh, that's gonna be hot booth time. Yeah. You want to do the you want to do the signings in the morning in California. <laughs> 3.30 to 4.30 Saturday and Sunday. Uh, or fr- Friday and Saturday, sorry. Yeah, Sunday's gonna be dead at that point, because everyone going home. That's you see gonna... what we're putting. You should see what uh, Kitsune is putting their guests through for autograph signing <laughs> sessions. I, I just remember when I was waiting for the Digimon panel, and it was 10 a.m. or whatever. I remember Habu walking by in the full like suit setup, and then um, Kinoshita showed up. He had on a Digimon shirt. He was drinking uh, cold Starbucks, and I just like remember thinking like that's the exact mood oh, of yeah, the different made, congoers. We made the strolling in with Starbucks joke at the time, didn't yeah. we? Oh no, and that was exact. That's exactly that was the mood. Yeah. That is the two moods of people at conventions. You get the person in the anime gear with the cold drink and the other person in the full suit and looking very serious when they have a briefcase. You can tell who's done this before. Yes. Because, well, that's one thing that Kinoshita actually would be partially in charge of is helping make sure events go. So he knows that, especially if you're in a hot place like California, you you do not want to wear a suit. And I don't, that's not any insult or anything, but that had to have been... I feel yeah, bad for it. It's just very. Especially, it's, especially it's since he very, went down to it's signings weird. It's after. The one, it's it's the one time where wearing a suit and looking professional makes you look like the newbie. Yes, and then I feel bad because he did the signing in the um the big uh, oh, LA no. Convention Center hall with the hot oh, lights no. and everything. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I I hope Habu has drinks. He's cut his hair since then, which will help. You, mm-hmm. if you aren't in a place that is like dry heat, you'd be shocked how much better you feel just having a haircut. It is shocking. I mean, if he's not prepared for it this time, we're going to see him sweat more than he did during Digimon Con. Yeah. To be fair, he could just say they don't have anything to show. Um, And then, for Survive, V-Jump had their two pages. We got the page from Show Jump. This is actually all stuff we newbies. This is the month... The the fun history of game promotion is, is you do your game promotion whatever magazine in Shonen Jump, let's say. And that's what it was this time. And at yeah. the same time, you do the press release and all the web stuff, and then every other magazine for the rest of the month functionally has the same thing. 
which there's nothing wrong with that. I actually like the way V-Jump lays it up better as it gets the two pages and looks a bit nicer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, nothing that sh- – because we covered all that a week or two yeah. ago. Yeah. So nothing that shocking, but nice that it got the layout. Um, and then there's always going to be some confusing news in these. And um, the Vital Bracelet is coming out in the UK at Zavi, who ships internationally and has warehouses all over. They have the black. They have the white. They have the special with the Vimon dim. They call them exclusives. They have the first two waves of dims and the EX Adventure dims. And the reason it's confusing is, is it's the Vital Bracelet. It's not the Vital Hero. And to make it more confusing, the marketing text was mishmash of Vital Bracelet and Vital Hero. Oh, no. Um, so ni- not, nothing super wrong. 99% of this, I would say, is worthless because this is all available cheaper. Unless you want a brand new Vital Bracelet special and don't want to go through an intermediary or an uh, import shop. I would say most of this you don't need. Although the uh, the dim cards actually aren't a bad deal at twenty two each. It's just kind of strange. I'm because I saw th- they put up a teaser before they announced it, and it just called it like Digimon Vitals, and it was just the yellow one. So I was like, oh, it, are they gonna do like the special one here, and it'll be exclusive to a few stores like Zavi? It's like, no, it's just the I don't know what's going on. It's very strange. Um, and they showed off the Vital Bracelet BE and the cartoony art in V-Jump. The main new details were new evolution routes in Adventure Mode, which is as expected. But it can hold four Digimon now. There's That apparently has some confusion also for how many can be active and how many in storage, because that can wildly change the number. So we will see. I want... Every time I see the renders of the BE, something about the build looks slightly odd to me. Now, I don't know why. Something just feels slightly off. But we'll see what pops up there. Um, and then the last bit of V-Jump stuff was they do the ghost game. I, l- I will say this. I love that they preview the Lamortmon thing right before the episode. <laughs> and it's not there because people not- were... Oh, no, I love that because people were 100% going, well, it's Lamortmon for sure, V-Jump said he'll show up in the future and that ep- issue it, just it would have been a more it would have been a more coherent episode if it was if it was hit like i'm not lamortmon instead of zubamon yeah like it, it would have been like overly predictable but it would have made sense yes um they show off the figureized standard dukemon kit which people have now it it's a, i think it's one of the nicer looking kits don't you think mhm and then they tease digifest a bit more which yeah, the, the Dukemon is one I might... That's the probably the one I would target. Yeah, and that one's not even that expensive. And it looks no. so nice. That one is like 25 I think, has been the yeah. price that very like various places have had. That's a great price for a model kit, especially when it looks nice. Yeah. Um, And then, Card Deluge. So, we get clean art. We get the V-Jump previews. We get clean art. Clean-ish art, Holy Dramon, Trial of the Four Great Dragons, Missamon. I like that the set is already confusing people who decided what it was going to be ahead of time. Because oh. <laughs> people are like, no, it's going to be based on the Pendulum Progress Dragon's Roar, because it has Dragon's Roar in the name. Mm. 
Um, then Seals Jermon and Tank Jermon, Pamumon, Parasamon, and Hydramon. <laughs> you know what the weird thing about Pamumon is? I look at the new Pamumon card art, and my brain goes, didn't he have this, like, borderline exact... The problem is, you can, there's a lot... There, you can only pose him so many ways without doing... Do the cartoon yeah, flying thing. He's cute, but not very Posed. versatile. Um, then Agumon, Gilmon, Gromon, and Megalogromon. We already talked about a lot. The Gilmon one I like, even though it looks something about the perspective is kind of odd. We're yeah. like, the cam- we're, you know, you know what I think it is. The camera looks like it's low and looking up at him, but the perspective on him is not. Yeah, it's like they've He's angled very... him to be straight on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a weird angle. I do appreciate the like he seems to be like kind of on a constructions. It's very like episode he was yeah. born in Tamers. It, it kind of evokes that. Yeah, which is um, nice. Then we get Baby Demon and Dracomon. I don't know Dracomon. why. <laughs> and it, there's two Dracomons, and they're both about to get the shit kicked out of him by the guy in the back. Um, Commandramon, which looks fucking great. I always love the D Brigade I ones. I think that's a new artist. Oh. I don't think we've seen this sort of not-quite-CGI style before. It shows up in a few other, like the Dark Dramon one. The Dark Dramon one, I like. It feels a bit too obvious as, oh, it's the angel pose. Mm. <laughs> but evil? I mean, yeah. It's a, it's a good, uh, a little bit of... Si- positional irony in that almost and now we get to talk about two cards that i like the art but there's almost nothing to talk about with them mega Seedramon and plesiomon it's this is definitely oh. this yep, is those are this those is mega, water types this is mega Seedramon, this is plesiomon and they definitely were drawn with the exact same pose is all i could say about them. like like yeah. i was like here's the thing i was struggling to figure out what to write about them because there's it's there's it's not, like they're a reference to each other yeah, when I was writing the actual article, it's like, there's, I don't have much to say about these, because they're just kind of, it looks very nice, but they're just kind of there. They are awfully blue. <laughs> yes, they are. And then uh, we got the promo poster, art of Vigramon and Arrow Vigramon with the adventure partners. Oh, th- this art's so much fun. And this is various references to the horrible games that we're not going to play. How are you doing, Ryo? Um... Yeah, I, I will. Yeah. We we got enough fun with that last week. To be fair, the art is very good this week. Although it does suggest who the... T- Here's the funny part. Um, and, and you'll know what I mean. Anytime anything's announced for the card game, people decide what the cards are going to be. And um, the U.S. solicitation info mentioned that, oh, it will have characters from uh, Digimon Lynx. Mm-hmm. And people decided that meant, oh, Lynx is a sub-theme. It's going to be full of Lynx cards. Um, so um. so here's the thing. And people went, oh, that means one of the Tamer's cards is going to be... I forgot her name. Yeah, right. I don't remember it either. The Navigator. You know who I mean, though, right? Yeah, no, no I know. So, so here's girl. the thing. Based on the cards that are out, we actually know how many Tamer cards there will be in the set. It appears there will be one. So is it going to be Rio? Or her. If you were to guess, what do you think? Um now, now here's the thing. There's probably. plenty of there's plenty of card slots for Lynx cards to show up potentially. I'm if I'm guessing a tamer card, I'm gonna guess it's gonna be Rio simply because From the Farm Wonder Swan Girl. Games? Yes, because yes. 
because she wasn't actually the tamer. She was just sort of the guide. Like you were the tamer. Yeah. Well, that hasn't really stopped that hasn't stopped them from doing a few tamers cards of odd characters before. Yeah. But but it, yeah, it does feel like we're in a very but that's like, I feel like everyone at least thing. has been an active character. Yeah. It it does feel like this is a very Wonder Swan set for that specific thing, but we will see. Um and then we have the first details for Boucher Set 11. This one's interesting because the name doesn't tell us anything and everyone's just guessing, which can be fun. It is d- September 30th, d- <laughs> Dimensional Phase. Dimensional Phase. Yeah. So um, so Japanese fans have generally swung to two different potential, that there's an old hyper Coliseum called, called, uh, card called the Dimension Crossing Hero with Omega Mon in it. That's a stretch. Well, it isn't when you consider they're talking about theoretically phasing dimensions. It's basically just a crossover thing, and Omega Mon will be the key art. Is that theory? The okay. second one that has been people associating with hunters and a crossover. That's reasonable. Yeah, and, okay. it's a little weird. It's a little weird since they did crosswords so recently, but there was a noticeable lack of hunters content yeah. in that. And then you have the ones where people just throwing anything dimensional phase. That means a crossover with Atmon. I would love it. I would love. Um, so here's the thing. Very, I, it's a very you're going on very spurious. So, it's a spurious logic, but I'd love. So that. here is my logic for why not. If you're going to do Atmon, ignoring that if it's just a franchise set and you have one Atmon card of Gatchamon, minus just one card as a preview, I want the first Atmon thing to be Atmon stuff. I don't want yeah. it to be yeah. where it's just like, okay, Atmon's there. I want an Atmon booster set. Not all yeah, Atmon because be, they're not going to do you that. Want it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you want it to be featuring. Like, you want that to be more implied in the title. Yes, I want it to be, I want the logo font, I want it to oh, be an God. Atmon set. Yeah. that That's my logic of, I would hope that if it is, it's a brand crossover set with one or two Atmon cards, and not just, here's Atmon, and it's a brand crossover thing. Yeah. That'd be my preference. Um, fun watch, di- it be the, watch it be the Metabots <laughs> set. <laughs> That's oh, the theme. The, oh to, no! To mention, no, to this is where crossing means we're going to get Omedamon. This is where this is where crossovers begin, because <laughs> card games always end up with those. It's going to be a crossover with Street Fighter. We're going to. I was going to say we're going to get Common Riders. <laughs> to be fair, that already exists, because Common Rider and Digimon are both in Battle Spirits. That's right, yeah. and our and our play legal tournament cards. So you literally could have mixed Digimon Common Rider sets. <laughs> Uh, fun Digica went back to answering rule questions people send in, which is always nice, but also unexciting in the sense of, eh. Card Battle had, um, why pick his first deck to test with from Booster Set 10. It looks like they'll be doing more of those. We didn't get any fun art this time or anyone in a costume. And then, oh man, this was so, this was so exciting to see. An Adventure O2 Shoto figure set. Pre-orders are basically opening right now, functionally. It is a set featuring Pale Jamon and Black War Greymon. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm, the Pale Jamon looks so nice. I just 
I'm so happy with the figure. I think it's nice to get Pale Dramon some love. Yeah. Oh no, they point that out actually. Yeah. Because they announce it as part of the uh, Bandai Candy blog, and they're like, Pale Dramon's a really popular character, but it tends to get overshadowed in products because yeah, of Imperial Dramon. Imperial Dramon, yeah. And they actually say they think the last time there was a posable, movable Pale Dramon figure was when the anime was running. They've all been static oh, figures oh, since then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So as far as they're concerned, it's a natural fit. They, It's posable. The, uh, the waste cannons can pull up for Death Parade Blaster. Oh, the, oh nice. Uh, it comes with two little effect things that you can stick into short blasting. It comes with uh, stands for Death Parade Blaster, so you can pose them as you want. Uh, then Black War Greymon. It looks like there's slight remolding from War Greymon. It also comes with a Dark Gaia Force Ball. Uh, based on the article, it appears you have to have Black War Greymon on the stand, because I think the idea is, is the toy can't physically hold it without tipping over. So you have to use the sand. And here's the nice touch. They point out, what, very important to Black War Greymon is the Dark Towers. He's made from 100 of them. They can't include 100, but they're including five Dark Towers. Oh, for for play for posing and playing with and everything. And sure. they, they literally went, we're sorry, we can't go so far as to include 100, but we hope with five of them five you can is, add to the atmosphere. I would have expected one, damn honestly. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so like five's going the extra mile. Yeah, pre-orders for that are opening about now. The price is six thousand yen ships in November. That's about fifty-five dollars. That's not bad. It's not like no. retail price for the basic store ones, but that's really not bad. And I really like that pale Tremont. Like the death, like the death parade blaster pose is just like exactly. And they even point out the goal was to have when when the figure does that pose was to have you re- be reminded of the CGI evolution. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's neat. Um, the Dark Gaia Force Ball is. I will wait until I see that thing actually on the stand holding it, rather than the uh, like the yeah. Photoshop ones. Yeah. I would like it to be good. I will wait until I see that actually happening. It's a marble. <laughs> hey, be nice. It's a jawbreaker. Oh God. Oh God! If you look at the close-up photo, it even has the texture of a jawbreaker. <laughs> This is what they're doing instead of the gum. Oh, no, it has the gum. Oh, it still has the gum. There, I sent you a photo of the ball. Doesn't that look like a jawbreaker texture? I don't look at jawbreakers that closely, so I'll take your word for it. But yes, it comes with one piece of gum. Because it's a set, so they don't include two. Rip off. Yes. I'm very pleased with how that looks. And then the craziest dumbass figure they've ever made, Dynaction Omegamon. It is a giant fucking figure that it's like 16 inches tall. It has full posability. It has the cape. It it has three sets of eyes that are replaceable. <laughs> um, the arms can pose. Like, it has hand joints and shit. That's amazing to me. It has full color little figures of Tai Chi Yamato for the shoulders. With replaceable with replaceable shoulder pieces, um, it, it's just it is insane how neat this thing looks. My favorite thing is still the photo showing the fig art standing in front of it, and most people looking at the photo don't even notice it's there. It's just oh man, it's just neat. It is about two hundred and eighty dollars or three. It's already up for pre order at a few U.S. places. Big Bad Toy Store has it for three hundred. I'm stupidly tempted for this. 
Like I just look at it, it looks so nice. But it's so also so expensive. Ugh. But yeah. And then karaoke AR, don't you just love the karaoke collaborations? And it's that Here we party. go again. So uh Caritas, a few different shops, July first through August seventh. Let's go back to the drink. Let's here go. we let's like it, it's let's it's jump time. to the drinks, yeah. So AR, do any of these drinks look appealing to you? Oh boy, let's see here. Strawberry with chocolate sauce. That's a choice. I like how the wine's just and there's a pocky in it. <laughs> there's with blue curacao syrup and strawberry pocky. Blue curacao syrup, grape aid, soda water, with a single piece of strawberry pocky dropped in it. A piece of strawberry pocky. <laughs> God, the closest uh, thing the closest thing to a real drink is probably the Digimon Ghost Game drink. Yeah. Orange syrup of. orange syrup in ginger ale topped with mint and a lemon slice and blue star-shaped knotted to cocoa. I don't that want to drink any work. of these. That's just as close to what appears to be like an actual drink that I might. If you were if you were like somehow dragged into this and had to order a drink to say to like keep up appearances, oh, that's you, probably you're, the you're safest not, choice. You're not going to get the strawberry milk with whipped cream and chocolate. I that would be one I would probably like force myself to try, but I don't think that's the safest choice. I think Ghost Game's the safest choice. That's the safest choice. Yes. Like, the, the hero okay, one I'm the, more the most, curious about. Here's the thing. The most dangerous choice should be anything involving Jellymon, but I think it's the Ruli choice. Yeah, I mean, honestly, anything anything that uses the term hyaluronic acid just does not sound appetizing to me as a drink. Yeah, the first time that popped up, I had to look what that was up, and now I just have a thing to copy-paste. Yeah, a like jelly, uh, normally peach, you, pear, or mango. I feel like you should just rename that for the sake of making it sound anything like you would want to imbibe. <laughs> like I do not want to put. To be fair, at least it's better than tea with a single strawberry floating in it. <laughs> like it's better than that. To be perfectly fair, um, and then you get one of nine coasters at random. So the art is the same as the um, cover for the ED4. Almost every Digimon in this looks really fucking weird to me. So like Angoramon smiling like really fucking odd for Angoramon. He's, Jelly- <laughs> he's, about, he's about to kill someone with a sword. Jellymon looks happy but generic and it feels like art we've seen before. Yeah, that one's not that exciting. Gamamon, I like Gamamon feels like someone got drunk and was trying to draw like Zeromaru or something. Gamamon has bad vibes. Yeah. Kiy- Kiyoshiro looks far too, like, attempted cool. He's too smarmy. Hero, he- Hero feels like art we've seen before. Ruli looks amazing, but, but Ruli also feels like I've seen this art before. Like, Ruli's Ruli, the best one. I don't, f- I don't think it is. I also think that she might have just is dr- su- really surprised she by She drank what one of those Yaller- drinks. <laughs> she had, she's surprised by what Yaleronic acid tastes like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they're doing a drink set, which is you pay a bit more, you get the drink, the coaster, you get a collectible placemat, and one of three stickers. The sticker is the one where I just fucking lose it at. Because the sticker is like half the page of the actual, like, showing off what you get. 
Mm-hmm. And then the products, we get keychains, can badges, and acrylic stands. I actually kind of like the acrylic stands, to be honest. Minus that Jellymon and Gamamon especially just look really fucking weird in this art. Yeah. Like, Angoramon at least looks kind of right, minus the smile, but the other two look fucking weird. Uh, yeah, like, Hero looks like he's about to step on Gamamon. Watch out, Gamamon. Oh no, it's a spoiler for next week, next episode! <laughs> um, but yeah, they're also... That's why Gamamon has bad vibes, because Hero's about to punch him out then, the window. And AR, it's so exciting, you might not survive. Did you see the Twitter contest they're running? If you follow and retweet the karaoke collaboration Twitter from Caritas, you get a chance to win all nine coasters. I thought they were going to say they were going to send you one of the drinks. Oh, to be <laughs> fair, no, here's the thing. They've clarified the drinks. You don't actually have to do karaoke. You can get takeout for the drinks. Oh, well, that's... Um, My primary thought, and I don't mean this in a mean, I don't mean this in a mean way, because I'm sure gonna, people I was going to say, it's like, it's the opposite. It's like, can you do karaoke without getting one of the drinks? See, this is the weird thing, like, I know some people do, so it's going to come across as mean. I can't imagine going specifically to one of these and going, I need to try this drink so fucking much, but also don't want to do karaoke, that I'm going to get the drink no. for takeout and also get my yeah, free right? poster. I, I don't yeah. mean it in a mean way, but like, like I understand doing takeout of a Starbucks or a drink at a McDonald's or wherever, just because you yeah, want yeah, a drink yeah, and sure. go. But like, it's not like these are drive-through or these are like set up as. This is you're here to do karaoke and not, you order the drinks because you have no other option. Yeah, that's what I mean. And the entire point is is to get like people to have, go there and do shit. They have they have you captive, and the only oh, beverage is also goddamn drinks. Also, this this also this may sound overly mean. Does hyaluronic acid sound like it's going to melt through the cup? How does that travel, it, AR? Do we sounds, know? <laughs> hyaluronic acid sounds like one of the songs Hyadain would put out. Pineapple eats through shit anyways. Pineapple acid. Yes, that's right. Pineapple acid. Okay, no, seriously. That's, okay, so look, look. Pineapple syrup. Uh, pineapple juice. Acid jelly. Whipped cream. How is that going to travel? That drink to be to I mean to be at least it's consistent. Rudy in that picture looks like she's taken too much pineapple acid. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that here's the thing: if the drinks felt some like um, ignoring the pocky, the Kiyoshiro and Jellymon drink, I think would probably hold up for travel. Depends on how much the chocolate sauce gets in there. No, 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 no the 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 Kiyoshiro and Jellymon one, which is the blue oh, curry okay, count okay. grape. Yeah, yeah, that one's. But yeah. a lot of these aren't um, like, is it a take like a takeout Starbucks cup? Like I imagine it's in like a cup with like a top it, like, to like well, pour it, like, somewhere. There's like a stick of pocky and a knot of a cocoa just sticking out of them. Like, how do you do with that? I, 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 the pocky's where it gets like. Here's the thing: the pocky's where it gets fucking confusing for takeout. I think. And the pocky's just the the existence of the pocky is confusing in general. <laughs> yes. So. See, you think you would use the Pocky for a drink you have to stir if you were going to do Pocky, because here's the thing. Sure, the coating sure. will keep the cookie from gooping up. Sure, like when you use your red vines to, to stir your Mr. Pib. That's that's class standard. Yeah, but I the only reason the Pocky's here is because you... I, why not just throw whipped cream on it? They throw whipped cream on other drinks that doesn't make sense for. They had a lot of ingredients they need to yeah. get rid of. Yes. And then, hey, Digimon profile, and they've gone over the Royal Knights, and they say goodbye for now. 
This one's odd because there isn't a lot of new Royal Knight stuff here. No, it's pretty standard. Like, other stuff, I feel like I've actually learned something... Whether or not it's had new information, well, see, here's, like see, they, they they bring stuff back that it's like, oh yeah, that was the whole. Thing. I think this is one where they go over everyone, and the idea is that most people are not going to know all of this stuff. Yeah, oh, it just happens that these are the ones that we're most likely to know. I think. Yeah. Also, they they conclude by reminding us the Royal Knights are in theory supposed to be good guys, and that every time they're presented as evil is supposed to be like edgy and refreshing. Yes. And then <laughs> Agumon Hakase says goodbye. He's taking a break. Digimon profiles done. Going for on now. sabbatical. He's going on sabbatical because he's traveling the digital world to find new information. Now, what's interesting is, is I just realized I may have read this wrong. In fact, everyone else did also. Read it. Going back to what he says, it may not be ending. He says he's not going to be there. So it's going to be Terriermon. Well, Terriermon Joshi was the only one see, left. See, I'm pulling that up to double check that now, actually. Like, what does the actual text on the page say? Because I just realized that may, in fact, be wrong. Uh, Maybe Terriermon. Joshua will come back and he's dressed like Indiana Jones. Okay, no, no, it, it, no, it, it does basically say they're pausing the updates. Yeah, I just went, I just went with a more flowery translation that confused me at the end. No, that's yeah. And yeah. when they come back, it may or may not have say, and it may or may not have Joshua coming back being Indiana uh, Jones. I feel like they have to bring Joshua back. Terramon Joshua must return. Yes, with his tie. Yes, and then. New poll! Who's your favorite Digimon from the V1? Not including Pumidomon and Koromon. Now, here's what's interesting. Before we get to the normal mockery, that, there, <laughs> that there's three Digimon from that line actually harms the chances of one of them winning. Yes, that is because, true. Because Agumon, Greymon, and Metal Greymon are all popular, but that's where you could easily get the vote split between them. Mm-hmm. Possibly so congratulations it's still to Agumon. Yeah, still that still might like even split three ways. Agumon still might carry the field. Yeah. So that's you think Agumon's gonna win? I'd still bet on it. See, it's hard because I would say most of these, even the less popular ones, are reasonably well liked Digimon, especially since the only people who vote in these are reasonably hardcore fans. So you actually can yeah. have some oddities. So I'm actually curious. Yeah, I think Agumon will win, but I think it's gonna be spread out a little more than we saw with some of the more other recent okay. who do you think is going to be last place Betamon uh, it's actually Betamon hard because or... these are all popular I think yeah I think either Betamon I think Mamemon might... uh, Betamon Marimon Seedramon mm-hmm. Airdramon are the ones I would say are feel like most likely that they could be overlooked because Mamemon people like that little motherfucker yeah, they do. They do. Mamamon is that's I didn't see him up there, which probably lends itself to not doing well. That's not a good sign. True. Yeah, so we'll know soon-ish. See, this one could either be very boring or actually very interesting, I think. I think the fact that it's really straightforward makes it kind of interesting. Yeah, there because there is no twist here at all. Like there is no Yeah. Like some of the fr- are- like some of the frontier ones we mocked, but there were interesting choices in those that could have swung things around. I think here, and yeah. of course, they never came close to doing that. But here, these are all even the least popular of these are reasonably well-known Digimon that have their fans. 
But these are the OGs, so yes. like they're all going to have their share of supporters. Yeah, it's uh, like I think that I, th- I I think that having the Agumon line dilutes it a little bit, but beyond that, it'll be really interesting to see. How I one hundred percent think that's why they didn't do Bodamon and Koromon to not like dilute stuff that much. Yeah. Also, those are the little ones. So. Yeah. The babies. And then. New art from the Toei Museum. To celebrate the 25th anniversary of Digimon, they pick Joe and Gomamon, which are nice choices. That's great chalk art of Joe and Gomamon, and I'm pretty sure that's yeah. Joe from 2020. I couldn't tell you because I can't see his pants. Although, no, I think Joe I think Joe had longer sleeves in 2020. Maybe. I will I, say I thought... the go- the Gomamon on the shoulder looks fucking great. Yes. Um... I, I like when we get the chalk art. It's just so neat. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got to see the cover of the storyboard for episode 31. Kakudo put up. He said it's basically supposed to be in the style of period drama, like Red Harvest from Dashiel Hammett. Okay. Uh, that's actually, that's a very well-known book. Uh, that's basically, yeah. that's basically the book that like invented the hard boiled detective. It's very mm-hmm. well known in Japan. It has like a dozen translations uh the the wording seems to be that they picked it because it inspired some kurosawa movies sure and that appears to be why it's there with the sword and the face mm-hmm. poor angoramon <laughs> mocked right up to it and then the profile art of the 20th himself zubamon yay i don't know why you were in this episode but yay i to Still be like fair, if they planned for the episode to air that day, we could have said it was like going to be at, like the beginning of a handoff to the 25th anniversary he's, from the yeah, 20th. He's, but they didn't he's, mean to air it today. There was a there was a hiatus. Yeah, yeah. That's the funny he's, thing is, is like he's not 2050th enough for 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 us. Do you think there'll be will be a 2050th, or do you think they'll drop that gag? I the gag the gag n- the gag, gag never even want, made sense for Zubamon, did it? It's just twentieth sounds way better than twenty fiftieth. So I, I hope that Zubamon can own that forever. Like that twentieth plus five. Um, just, <laughs> and then just, we have questions. No, let let's let Zubamon have this. And then we have questions. You guys in the chat can throw yours up. First one was Diego wanted to know if they were to ex- expand Agumon Hakase to include evolutions, should it just be Greymon, the Greymon line, but wearing a lab coat, or should they do more with it? And he would love to see Rise and Blitz Greymon randomly show up with lab coats. Metal Greymon in a tweed jacket. Oh god, like, oh, like an old British stuffy old professor. British, stuffy old British professor, but it's Metal Greymon. Oh, that'd You be know good. you want to see it. That'd be good. Um, then, someone wanted to know, do we expect any real differences between systems for Digimon Survive? Not really. Resolution, may, maybe resolution and frame rate limits, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah, because I feel like it's a. Ba- it feels like it's a basic enough game that it'll like whatever they put on the switch will be kind of maybe maybe this time sleep mode will work properly. It's <laughs> it's not like it's not like a game where you have to. You, it's not like the resolution is going to be so the graphics are going to be so good that it feels like like the switch version feels like a downgrade. Yeah. Um. What is our favorite kid-friendly robot show? I'm trying to think of that off the top of the head. Isn't it? Yeah, kid-friendly robot show. How, how about, instead of favorite, 
one that some of the audience may not have heard of and will terrify them when they find it. Oh, God. Small wonder. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. AR just remembered what Small Wonder is. Oh, yes. I now I, I watched Small Wonder. I don't remember how kid-friendly that was, if that was like a, a sitcom or if that was like a Full House kind of yes. style. I think it was Full house Yes. which I suppose is kid-friendly. So, yes, it was. Yeah, that counts. That's a Small good, Wonder that's a, counts. That is a fantastic choice. Yeah. J- just to clarify for people who aren't aware beyond what AR said, it was a like pseudo-syndicated sitcom of a family that ends up adopting a little robot girl. And the entire gag was always, oh, we can't let anyone know she's a robot, and then she'll be standing there, and then like steam will come out of her ears, or her, her stomach will ring, and someone will open, and there'll be a phone. Yep. It, it's all like it was... the most basic gags. And then as I recall, she had an evil twin who would show up occasionally. I don't remember any of it. It was just one of those shows that and existed I, oh, in the I, late I still, 80s. Oh, I still remember the fucking theme. Oh yeah, no, it's, the theme is it's she's trying, a small. It's, well, it wants to be Full House very much. Yeah, yeah. It's, the the theme is trying to claw its way back into my memory, and I'm desperately trying to suppress it. Be honest, Ar. Before I said that, when is the last time you thought of Small Wonder? Oh, probably like two years ago. It was. <laughs> it was not as. It was not as far back as it should be. <laughs> Okay, I feel so like it AR, was like AR, pick your ro- pick your robot show. I'm gonna cheat and say Samurai <laughs> Cat. There were robots in that, I think. Yeah, there were. That, that that's not a robot show though, is it? It it had robots in it. I didn't uh, watch a whole lot of I mean, other than like GoBots and Transformers. I didn't watch a whole lot of robots. Okay, a- AR picks GoBots. I was actually that was gonna be my backup answer because of because yeah. of the time cycle. Beat someone to death with a tire is the one I remember. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I just yeah. remember. I just remember. It might even be the first episode. Like he's being taken to prison, and they're like, "We've completely disarmed him. Uh, we left his wheels because he can't do anything with those." And he takes one of the tires off and just starts beating the guy. I vaguely remember liking Gobots more than Transformers. Gobots was, was fun. I preferred Transformers, but I like Gobots. Yeah, it's uh, that's that's okay. Okay, with me. okay. So, someone someone's getting us on a technicality. So, uh, Chimera said, "Weren't the Gobots cyborgs though?" In the show, as I recall, yes, they were human. They were alien brains put into robot bodies. But at that point, they were kind of robots because there weren't really like any human part, any alien parts left. And they sort of ignore that they're humans or alien human things whenever inconvenient. They are functionally treated as robots. So I mean, I would count this, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Transformers sort of had the same deal too. So no, Transformers were robots. Oh, I thought they were. I thought they were like alien ro- or alien robots or uh, the, the whole thing. Fiction generally tries to say they're aliens because. It humanizes the idea. There's nothing like human. There's no like alien brain or alien part. It's just they're aliens because they're not yes, from yes. Earth. Yeah, yeah. Gobots actually had like an organic brain that was taken from a body at some point. Mm-hmm. Is I believe the point. Okay. Of the, of the of that them bringing that up. <laughs> it wasn't. I, I know it wasn't di- different enough for them to get for them to not get sued by Transformers, but. Uh, I don't think they could have been said. GoBot started first. Uh, I don't know. There was, there were issues. I remember in college, I wrote a term paper about 
the uh, copyright issue about international copyright. And I do know that Ghostbusters Transformers stuff came. I found that and I jumped to use it because who wouldn't want to talk about Transformers in their term paper? That's interesting. I If there was a lawsuit, I never heard of it before that because GoBot started first. There was it was something. There oh, was something no, involved. no. You know what it probably was? It was um uh, the the Macross toy um, that was used for jet fire. That might have been too. That probably would have been what it was because it, it's a design that's no longer owned by Hasbro in the West. Mm, mm. Yeah, they they play around with Skyfire's design to avoid that. I wish I had. I wish I had the ability to go back and look at the research paper to find out what it was. Because, <laughs> um, okay, I was excited when I found out when I when I yeah. got to use it. Okay, here's one specifically for you, Ar. Uh, do you think you and your wife would do a live reaction to Gravity Falls? Uh, that would be difficult because we've both already seen it. Yeah, Gravity so, Falls is a good show. It is a very good show. Like, I'm tempted to rewatch it again, but we've both already yeah, seen it, not, so yeah. there's not a lot. You can't really live react to it. Like, we, uh, I, I already I already put them through uh, Gravity Falls. Yeah. Like, not by, not like to, as we wanted to watch Gravity Falls, so we did. So I can't really react to it. The moment has gone. Okay. Amico jokes aside, what console do you think is underrated? So here's the issue. With the, uh, This is actually a good question, but there's an issue with it. I think minus the truly forgotten consoles, all the quote-unquote underrated ones aren't really underrated anymore because so many people talk yeah. about them. Or specifically, like you would have said the Saturn was underrated at one point, but is it really mm-hmm. anymore? Yeah, or is I'm, the Dreamcast like I'm like, trying to must I'm trying to muster up the energy to make a Wii U argument, but I just can't do it. Yeah, I I wondered if the Wii U would be one of the answers because the problem is, is you can still get the Wii U pretty easily. Also and because the all the it. also also because all the good games for Wii U are on Switch now. Mostly, there's still a few missing, but most of them are. I mean, yeah. All the all the really good ones are pretty much. I'm trying. There's there's one that I want to answer, but the problem is, is it will come across as a joke because it is a joke nowadays. But it was kind of fun in context. Please say Jaguar. No, I was going to say, okay, underrated does not mean good. It just means <laughs> okay. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. The R zone. Have I heard? Uh, okay, of okay that so one? so before we get into the joke, I'll explain what the R zone is. Do you remember the Tiger handheld games? Yeah. Okay. Um, imagine that, but the cartridge screen part was swappable, so you didn't have to re. You weren't paying to rebuy the controller and the CPU guts. Okay. It would. I like that. Now here's the thing: the first R Zone unit was trying to go off of VR, so it was like you had to strap it to your fucking head. Oh no! And it was red and horrible, but they made actual like <laughs> handheld. Nobody, no one's, no one. Yeah, nine of us can't bring up Virtual Boy is underrated. Oh, I have two. I like the Virtual Boy. The Virtual Boy is not underrated because it has a handful of good games, but as a whole, it's kind of junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the original R Zone, it's unwieldy to use, which is an obvious issue. But I'm saying like. The concept of, as a kid back then, getting the Tiger games was kind of fun, even though they kind of sucked. Yeah, no, I'm... And I'm did, sending but picture. it's like, I put... Yeah, so... I put, so I put in, hours into Home yeah. Alone 2. So, in the photo, um, 
that I sent, and chat will see this also. Do you see the red thing under the logo? You yeah. can pull that. You can pull that out, and that's the screen thing, and the mirror bounces it into your eye. Oh. So it is effectively Tiger Games, but you could swap cartridges and get them cheaper. It's fucking horrible, but I think it's underrated yeah. because in the era, people got those games and you liked getting them, even if they were stupid as hell. What era are we talking about, though? Like ninety six. Yeah. Like that's... I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying. I mean, I'll still happily mock it. it. I think 96 is a little too late to be into those, to really enjoy oh, those to, kind of games. Oh, absolutely. And, 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 doing, and trying to do it like this is just no, absolutely. too much. Yeah, here's the thing. There were ones later that were not stupid. Like, there was one later, uh, it was called the Super Screen, and I actually had that one also, where you'd put the same cartridge in the back and it just had like a big display thing. And it was like a uh, countertop mini arcade thing. See, I like that better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the idea is stupid, and it was stupid. I'm just saying that if you grew up with Tiger Electronic yeah, Games, no, the, well, idea, the idea of having a swappable console of it is not that strange. I'm not knocking the games. I just think the countertop... Oh, the games that, suck. The games suck. Yeah, they are what they are, yeah. but uh, it, it, that works. The, the super screen idea... And it wasn't red. With me for and it wasn't red. Games. Well, yeah. It, it, was, it was basic black and white like the Tiger games. Yeah. Now, now, here's the thing. You could not pay me to play a Tiger game now. No. It's the 90s. Yes. We, 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 used, we worked with what we had. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I could appreciate that for the time, especially when... You know, it doesn't need to use a TV, but you have swappable games. You don't, you know, it, it was interesting for what it was. It was still fucking horrible. I'm just saying it's it's too easy to mock it, which I, I 100% will do. Like I said, I put way too much time into Home Alone 2, yeah. the handheld, when I was a kid. That no, I see, cannot see, besmirch here, Tiger games. See, here is how you mock the R-Zone. I know this because... Since Classic Game Room did it, everyone mocks the R-Zone in the exact same way because it's brilliant. He would put on the R-Zone, and he'd start screaming about, I'm now in the R-Zone. And he would tint the entire screen red, and he'd start going, R-Zone! In the R-Zone! And just oh, walk no. around and just walk around holding an R-Zone in his hand, trying to shove it on his co-workers for the show. That feels like a Family Guy parody scene. Well, to be fair, it's such a cartoonishly... Because st- here's the thing. How do you even do a video about it? You can't get video out. You're recording no. something, and it used, it used um, reflectors and everything. So you're trying yeah. to aim at the, the camera at the reflectors so it looks worse. So at some point, you just have to give up and just start screaming about the R-Zone. You gotta take my word for it, guys. This is amazing. Oh, no, it's fucking horrible. I just I'm think... My pi- this, is, this is better than pineapple acid. <laughs> Uh, no, pineapple and acid, AR. Get it right. <laughs> pineapple and acid. And acid. Um, AR, Ramon wants to know, do you think Betsuman is going to be a good choice for Ghost Game, or do you think it's just going to be Cross Wars and forgettable? Betsuman is always a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. Is uh, Any season is better with Betsuman. Okay, and then, would we rather watch Yu-Gi-Oh! or Duel Masters? 
Duel Masters, because I, I remember the dub being really stupid and fun. Like, they, like it, it... I remember nothing of Duel Masters. I remember nothing about but I remember the dub was one of those where it was just, like, off the rails for the five minutes I saw it. Oh, nice. That's what yeah, those... I don't... Uh, Duel Masters, I didn't... I only vaguely recall Duel Masters as being a thing. I, I like, saw I that. Thought, honestly, I honestly thought that was a different season of Yu-Gi-Oh. I literally only saw five minutes. I swear I saw a character's name Sorin Mimi in it. Nice. Like, just in the five minutes I saw. Um, But I would, I would say Duel Masters because I remember Shorter. watching Yu-Gi-Oh. I remember watching Yu-Gi-Oh as a kid and not being all that entertained by it. So, yeah. I'll say Duel Masters by default. Okay, and uh, we're going to the last question that was sent in ahead of time. So you guys in the chat, this is your last chance. Someone wants to know, with social media often being so negative, they were wondering, uh, since we're often negative, but we, I guess the idea is we don't scream about it. Uh, how do we feel about where Digimon is at a brand at the moment, health-wise? Anyone who's telling yeah. you it's in a bad place isn't paying, yeah, is literally doing, just is literally shouty man you don't need to pay attention to. Doing fine. Yeah. Like, it's keeping on. Like, here, are, here are the only here are the here are the only situations that I see someone actually screaming about the health of the brand. One, they're only paying attention to survive or the video games and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only want one specific thing, like a tamer sequel or whatever. They don't care what else there is, so they don't care. Um, yeah. They don't like some change to the card game, so they're like, "Oh, it's fucking dead. It's dead." Um, okay, it's not my right. my it's my convention of of like three three thousand people is doing a Digimon tournament. Um, I would say people who aren't happy with Ghost Game are kind of skewing into the oh it's fucked it's fucked up which no, it's, like, here's the thing whatever. I don't think we're even enjoying Ghost Game that much but still kind of fun it's not it's, great but like it, I'm I'm not like not giving it up anytime soon no, like it's exactly. it's still it's. It's critically not that good, but it's still entertaining enough yeah. for me to keep I watching would say, it. Okay, I would say from now to two years ago is probably the strongest point Digimon has been at since either Zero Two or Tamers ended. Yeah, like they're maintaining. Like at that's the the worst you can say no, about see, Digimon see right thing. now. The, the numbers we've seen from Toei suggest going up. Yeah, but D- Digimon like, Digimon has not always. I, I will disagree with that message in chat inherently. Digimon has not always been relatively underground. No, there, did, there, we, there were points. In, there were points when Adventure and Zero Two were running in the U.S. when it was beating Pokemon normally. It just did not continue. Yeah, Tamers began and the cliff drop began, which isn't abnormal to happen with most franchises at some point. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I cannot. I guarantee you, Pokemon's ratings are not as high as it was back in the day. So. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I mean, especially now because it's on Netflix. But we can't even say how that's doing. Yeah, Netflix, that's we don't even shit. know. I don't even know how Journeys is doing. Like, I, I hope it's doing well. Journeys is kind of cute. But as far as I know, everyone has been reasonably happy with the Pokemon anime to some degree or another since was it Sun and Moon. Yeah, that was kind of the point what, what, where I what's think the, What's the one that went stupid? Sun and Moon. Yeah, Sun and Moon people seem to really like. People seem more up and down now. The main thing I see people upset about now is apparently Team Rocket shows up a lot less. Yeah. And yeah. people seem upset by that in general. Yeah. But yeah, so that's... Which what I, I love as a, I love that as a complaint. Like, that's how great Team Rocket is. Like, they do the same crap every episode and people miss it when they don't show up. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So I believe that is it. I don't think we missed any questions. Uh, AR, what are you up to? Uh, we are... I, this is right before convention season, so I'm not doing a whole lot of Digimon stuff other than Remy Watches Atmon, which will continue this Thursday at 9 p.m. Central Time. It We will be doing the uh, episodes 9 through 12, which is a nice little mini arc. So that kind of works out nicely. And on Friday night, you said you were going to watch the Bandai panel? I'm sure I'll check it out. At the I, mo- So at the moment... I will be home for that. I don't know if I will be home on Saturday for the actual Digimon stream. I don't know if I will remember to watch the Digimon stream, but hope I do. Okay, t- okay time for a coin flip. Do you think the main crux of the Digimon stream, like the big, more important part, will be the, record- the recording of the Digimon section from the Bandai panel? Like, do you think, do you think that, okay, let's make the question more fair. So it's not, do you think that will be a major part of the Digimon stream is just the, that part of the Bandai panel? I, it's hard to say, like, it, I I need to know what's like, is the Bandai panel, like, is that going to be kind of condensed? Like what else is in the Bandai panel? Like, do they have to kind of condense it to like a couple minutes or do they get Uh, like a full, it is a a full, full, it is a full, it is a Bandai hour, hour and a half long panel thing. Yeah. They've said said Habu will be there. Right. Um, But it's like, if they can only do, I would say at least 10 to 15 minutes will be Digimon at least. Yeah. That, then I, then I'd say that's probably going to be the, the key part of it. Yeah. Okay. We will make dev pick an extra topic next time for people to read. Um, I was going to say Repamon this time, just because it was probably like his was probably the most amusing part oh, of the episode. Okay. We, we do have a last minute question. Uh, Sora wants to know, will the stream be the normal time next week? Cause it's July 4th. Don't know at the moment. At the moment. I don't have plans. Yeah. So. Neither do I at the, if there's I'm doing, no, if there's no I'm plans, doing a, the answer is yes, but I don't think uh, we know at the moment. I'm doing all of my, uh, explodey stuff, uh, Sunday night. So Re- realistically based on, cause one, my preference would be for dev to be here next time. She obviously, yep. Yeah, yep. her, her work schedule changed at the last minute, and there was just no way she showed up as she could. My preference would be for Dev to be here next week, but I would mm-hmm. expect that we probably will be here next Monday, is my expectation. But I will figure it out with Dev, because I don't know if this was one time or ongoing for Monday. We will figure that out, though. Yeah. Um, I can be found at With the Will as always. Uh, you can find me at uh, on Twitter at First Agent ARP if you're interested in the. Oh, you aren't going to send them to the stuff. weird Tumblr that's like kicking people out. Yeah, Tumblr changed their uh, share links, so their URLs are different now. So I got to figure out what's up with that. As far as I can tell, if people read the article, it's fine. But if they scroll past the article by even an inch, it blocks the screen for them. If you're not logged yeah. in, it's like it's like hold up there, partner. You need to log in or have an account on Tumblr if you want to keep reading. Yeah, it's not very user friendly, and I gotta figure it's out. It's not how user to friendly, but also that. like it's trying to like be friendly about it, but in like it's, a really like piss poor. It's shit trying way. to take it, it. It's trying to use Tumblr's own interface instead of the uh, the frame that you can create for your own account. Like you can kind of create your own layout for your page on Tumblr, unless you use that link which you're just going to Tumblr 
like the timeline. Somehow I accidentally ended up in the interface that only shows yours, not theirs. I don't know. Yeah, that's... One second, let me give you this link so you at least have it on hand in case you didn't... For whatever reason, this actually pushes... Yeah, that's that's the link that should be... that When you use the share link, that's the one that had always been used before. Oh, the share button's pushing a different link, is what you're saying. Yes, that's Okay, what I thought you meant the actual address was changing. No, no, the address, that's the same address okay. as it should be. That's what it okay. used to be sending you to. Okay. Now it's sending you to something Okay, you were using different. the share button. That makes more sense now. I thought yeah. you were using the... the, the, the short Earl thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. I thought it was pushing every address. It was just, wait, well, it's, no, it's I didn't know something. Because I just, I, I just used the short Earl and it took me to the same one. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, it's messed up. What like the hell? that. Cause okay. I was, I'd always, I've always been using the share button and just that's fucking something. weird. So I'll okay. figure it out. I'll figure it out for Sunday. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Cause, Cause like people I've a few people even asked me, and I think a few of them were even in this court. Like, Mark, do you have a Tumblr account that is the reason why you're able to not get fucked up with this? And I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking. It looks fine. And then I scrolled down a bit. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, you're not, you don't want to admit in public that you have a Tumblr account. No, I said last. I'm like, I made a Tumblr like 15 years ago where I just posted random nonsense, and I think I used it for like a month, and it's still sitting there. My avatar. Uh-huh, Mark. <laughs> I would laugh at Marquis on. Hey, what's funnier is, is if you saw my avatar on Tumblr, you just go fucking really. One second. No, I'm pulling <laughs> it up so AR has to see it. Uh, I need to see it. Yeah, I'm just that's pu- fair. Let's see. You can also show me after the episode. We don't have to. No, it's funnier. Oh, are, are you ready it's... for the? Are you ready for the avatar? Oh, it popped up right in Discord. Isn't that mm. too, isn't that too on brand, AR? Yeah, that's a little. Yep, that is data. Pic- picture of data from Star Trek. That's okay. See, isn't that exactly what you'd expect from me, AR? Uh, for everyone in the chat, it's just a picture of data. Yeah, there's nothing special or interesting there's about it at all. Nothing. It's like does not have does not have Conan O'Brien's hair. It's just oh data. wait wait and wait hold it let's see what I posted about seven years ago. Let's see a Ve- an Avengers thing, a Transformers thing, oh, no. a pug. Uh, it's a, it's a, what people put on Tumblr seven years ago. A Christmas tree, The Daily Show, um, Key and Peel. It's like the most boring. This is exactly what it's you would exactly have expected what, on Tumblr before it went exactly insane. Exactly what people were posting in 2015. Because like I had nothing to post. I was like, okay, I just post stupid shit and paste it to my friends, and that was like it. It was just sharing whatever stupid nonsense. I had nothing to that I wanted to say I have, on Tumblr. I have a weird. I have a weird compulsion to keep my Tumblr pretty. Keep it to Digimon, and despite the urge to oh, reblog literally everything gift. else. Oh my god! Oh no! No AR. Oh, it's showing a Coca-Cola freestyle machine. Oh no, it's a cat. Oh, Spider-Man. Okay. You need to put put the put your Tumblr in the show notes so everyone can enjoy that, but they can do that on their own time. Oh no, it's Will Whedon. I wanna we already have data, so Yeah. If you got Brent Spiner, you might as well have Will yeah. Whedon. Okay. Let's get out of so here. So we will catch you guys next time. Thanks for showing up. We look forward to hopefully having Dev with us. Well, she was here, but have us her with us longer next time. Bye. Bye.